Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. Tonight, I'm going to be uh, sharing with you a little thought because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and I mean, believe forever. Praise God. So, then in the book of Malachi, he talks about in the third chapter, verse 6 says, I am the Lord, and I change not. How many are glad he doesn't change? How many know we change? The world changes. Amen? Sometimes churches changes, right? But the Lord said, I am the Lord, and I change not. He's the same as he was yesterday. He's, to, he's the same today and will be forever. Thank God. Hallelujah. You know, many have tried to, uh, try to disprove the truth uh, or this truth, and even more so today. A lot of people try to disprove that, uh, that the Lord's the same, you know, that uh, some, don't, some don't even believe there is a Jesus. Some don't even believe there's a God. Amen. But how many knows that God is our God? He is our creator. Hallelujah. He never changes. He still holds the sun in the sky and the moon in the sky. He still turns this whole earth around and around. Thank God. I'm telling you, folks, nobody can do it but God. And I'm glad that he loved me enough, hallelujah, to help me to understand that he's real. You know, you gotta, you got to really believe there's a God. Hallelujah. And not only believe there's a God, but you've got to believe what he says is the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. So a lot of people trying to disprove God and trying to disprove the word of God and all of that. Even in some churches, preachers are saying that miracles have ceased when Jesus died. You know, they say no more miracles, no, no more supernatural miracles. And then there's a lot of people, a lot of even preachers are saying, you know, uh, there's no uh, uh, miracles. They uh, that all disappeared. That all quit back in the time after the disciples died, and that there's no such thing as divine healing for for the sick or casting out devils or speaking in tongues as evidence of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But they've come too late to tell me and you, Hallelujah, because we still believe in the, the miracle working power of God. We still believe in divine healing. We still believe, amen, that the, there's such things as casting out demons and casting out devils, amen. We still believe, amen, that God is still the same today as he was yesterday and that he is the Lord and he never changes. Thank God today. Hallelujah. Jesus declares that he is the Lord. He declared it. He said, I am the Lord. How many are glad he's your Lord tonight? Yes. Hallelujah. You know, the reason a lot of people don't believe there's miracles and healings and deliverance and, and being born again, become a new creature in Christ and all these wonderful things is because they don't believe in the divine power of God. You've got to believe in the supernatural power of God. Hallelujah, the God that created the heavens and the earth, it's just a small thing for God to heal the sick. It's just a small thing. Hallelujah, and thank God he loves us enough to do so. So let's take a look at some of the things that, uh, that Jesus did yesterday. In other words, uh, back in the days when he walked this earth and, and taught and preached the gospel and healed the sick and caused the lame to walk and the blind to see, hallelujah, and the deaf to hear, hallelujah, he did so many wonderful things. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, okay? Amen. Amen. We must remember that he is a miracle worker. He is, and he never changes. He manifested divine power over nature. Hallelujah. Only God can do that. So we're going to just throw out a few things here tonight and, uh, that Jesus did and, 
and trying to encourage you and lift up your faith in the Lord and trust him even more. Hallelujah. We, we get so many negative things throughout, thrown at us today, amen, that that's why we have to come here, amen, and hear our pastor teach and preach and, and, and worship God and hear the message that's in the songs and, and things that will lift us up and it renews our strength and encourages our faith and causes our faith to grow in the Lord. In John 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 7, it tells us that he turned the water into wine. Amen? That's a supernatural power working miracle of God. Hallelujah, that he could turn water into wine. Thank God. And you know the story how they said, you know, uh, usually they, they give you the, uh, the, the best first, amen, and the last after you get drunk. <laughs> Amen. But that was not the case here. Amen. They, 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 left, uh, they forgot, amen, that Jesus, only Jesus can give you the very best. Yeah. Hallelujah. When Jesus gives you something, amen, he gives you the very, very best. Hallelujah. Thank God. It doesn't destroy your mind. Amen. And it doesn't destroy your physical life. Hallelujah. Then in Matthew Chapter 14, verse 17 through 21 tells us that with, five, that with five loaves of bread and two fishes, he fed 5,000 men plus the women and the children that were there. Hallelujah. That's a miracle. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. And the 5,000 men plus the women and all the children, Amen. And the only kind of uh, the only food that was there, Amen. In that congregation, it was a little boy who had five loaves and two fishes, Amen. And he gave it to Jesus, Hallelujah. And Jesus asked the Father to bless it, Hallelujah. Then he got his disciples, Amen, the twelve disciples out, and, and, and tell them to, Amen, to uh, feed the multitude. Thank God, Hallelujah. And the, not only, uh, Amen, that was our food, Hallelujah, to fill everybody up and satisfy their hunger, hallelujah, but you know what, hallelujah, they took up five baskets full, hallelujah, of the leftovers, thank God, hallelujah, you know, Jesus is more than enough, I said he's more than enough, praise God, hallelujah, not only did everybody get what they wanted to eat and get their belly full, hallelujah, but he blessed those servants, those disciples, because they became servants, hallelujah, hallelujah. They served under the master's hand and under the, under the master's command, hallelujah. They fed the multitude, and Jesus rewarded them. You do, you do something for the Lord, amen, and you bless other people and do what the Lord tells you to do, and you just watch how God blesses your life. Amen? You know you're blessed tonight because, amen, you're serving the Lord, and we're so blessed to have in our congregation, we're so blessed to have people, amen, who are dedicated to uh, get, help get the job done here. Hallelujah. In Matthew eight twenty six. And 27, Jesus spoke to the wind and the sea, and they obeyed him. That's a miracle, isn't it? You know the story, how that Jesus said, uh, we're going to, let's go to the other side. Amen? And the devil tried to keep him from getting to the other side. He got into the wind, and he caused the waves of the sea, amen, to rock that boat, and, and, and it got so bad that, Amen, that the waves begin to come into the boat. Amen. But thank God, hallelujah, that Jesus was on the boat. Hallelujah. He may have been in the bow of the boat asleep, but thank God today, folks, amen, when he said we're going to the other side, he meant we're going to the other side regardless of what the devil says. Hallelujah. And if God's going to take you, amen, if you're going to make it to heaven, God said, I'm going to take you to heaven if you'll serve me. I'm telling you, folks, I don't care what you go through in this world. You'll get to the other side. Yeah. Hallelujah. And when the, when the wind began to blow and the wave began to come up and, and began to fill that boat with water, amen, fear began to fill the hearts of those disciples, amen, and they woke up Jesus and said, Master, don't you care we're going to perish? 
Well, he said, oh, you have a little faith. <laughs> I told you we're going to the other side. Hallelujah. You know what? If the boat went down, they could have walked to the other side. How many knows that? Hallelujah. But what a miracle. He spoke to the wind and said, peace be still. Hallelujah. He rebuked it. Amen. You know, some people think uh, they blame God for everything, but the devil gets into things too. The devil got into the wind, and that's why Jesus was able to rebuke that. Amen. The devil didn't want him to get over there and deliver that man. But thank God today, folks, listen, when you start out to do something for God, amen, sometimes it, uh, there's, a, there's a hindrance that comes along before you get there. But if, but you're gonna, you, if you're determined to get there, remember, God will take you through. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. Matthew 18, Matthew 14, 25 says he even walked on the sea. Amen. I said he even walked on the sea. Yeah. He walked on water. Hallelujah. I, I can barely swim in the water. <laughs> but he can walk on the water. How many knows that's a miracle? Hallelujah. Not only that, he was a great healer. I said he was a great healer. He's my healer. Hallelujah. He healed the sick. Amen. He caused the blind to see. He made the lame to walk. He cast out devils. In Matthew 4, 24, it says, And they brought unto him all the sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those of which were lunatic and those which had palsy and healed them all. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, folks, he was a man, hallelujah, who had the power to heal. He had the power to cast out devils. He had power to cause a man, the lame to walk, the blind to see. Thank God he has never changed. He's still the same today. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, folks, God has never changed at all. Hallelujah. He's still a great deliverer. He's still a healer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've saw the blind healed. Amen? How many knows that helps your faith? Huh? How many knows that seeing is believing? Amen. When you see the, the lame walk that had never walked, when you see the dumb talk had never talked, amen, and you know that it was the divine power, amen, and supernatural power of our living God, hallelujah. He said, I am the Lord and I change not. I'm the same today as yesterday. I am the Lord, hallelujah. The Bible said he healed them all. You talk about a revival. Amen. You talk about a deliverance. You talk about a bunch of happy folks. You talk about some people rejoicing and, amen, and getting exciting. It's just like seeing Pentecostal power of the Holy Ghost moving in a congregation. Amen. When you see the lame walk and the blind see and you see people delivered from, uh, from uh, drugs and alcohol and all the all the terrible things, amen, that the devil has to try to destroy people's lives. Thank God today that he can set you free. One of the greatest miracles he ever done for me was to save me from sin. Made me a new creature. Hallelujah. Old things passed away and behold, all things become new. Hallelujah. The things, amen, I used to love all of a sudden I didn't want anything to do with them. I began to despise those things. Amen. The things that I didn't want to do and, and despise, I didn't want the preacher to come. I didn't want to go to church. I didn't want anything to do with Christianity. Amen. But when Jesus got a hold of me, I'm telling you, when Jesus got into my life, hallelujah, I began to drink of that living water. I began to dance a new dance, hallelujah. I began to rejoice, hallelujah. Amen. And I couldn't wait until time to go to church. Hallelujah. Not only that, but I had to tell everybody how good Jesus is. 
Jesus was a person who was moved with compassion. Hallelujah. God, give us more compassion today. Hallelujah. Christ in us, amen, helps us to have compassion. Amen. He was moved, he was a man full of compassion. Amen. He had compassion for the hurting. He had the compassion for the bereaved. Amen. He had the he had compassion, amen, for the widows and amen and the orphans. And, and he had compassion upon those, hallelujah, who, who was uh, down and out and couldn't help themselves. But let's look at John eleven thirty five. 35, amen. It says, and Jesus wept. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to know that you can cry once in a while. Amen. I had a friend, an older gentleman, and Amen. And, uh, and so, uh, thank you, brother. I didn't know this thing went dead. <laughs> what a miracle. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? I told you miracles never cease. Thank you, brother. Hallelujah. Anyway, this brother, he, he wanted to cry. He hadn't cried in a long time. He hadn't shed no tears in a long time. And he felt like his heart was getting hardened, you know, uh, towards things. And we prayed for him. And all of a sudden, amen, he, 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 when he come to church, all he could do is sit there and cry. And he come up and told me, he said, you know what? He said, now I don't know if I want this. Uh, I don't know if I want to cry all the time. He said, I just can't quit. <laughs> amen. He said, I, I, when I feel the love of God, I feel the spirit of God. He said, tears begin to flow in me. Amen. And, and he said, I, I, I don't want to cry all the time. I said, but don't it feel good? He said, it really feels good. I said, you better hang on to it, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. If you're not careful, folks, you can get hard-hearted. You can lose your compassion. But Jesus wept. John 11, 43 and 44 tells us, and when talked about Lazarus and, and his sisters, you know, uh, Mary and Martha, and, and how Lazarus uh, got sick and died, uh, amen. And, and when Jesus finally got to their place, uh, amen, uh, we find out uh, that he was so touched with compassion that, uh, that he actually began to weep himself because he loved Lazarus, uh, amen. But in, 11, in John 11, 43 and 44, it says, and when, and, and when he had thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Amen. And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with, with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto him, Loose him and let him go. Hallelujah. Loose him and let him go. Uh, I had a privilege one time uh, to go down into Lazarus' tomb, and at least they said it was Lazarus' tomb. It was it was a big old hole, went way down in the ground. You know, you could go down in there, and they said that's where he was buried. And, 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 and I'm telling you, folks, uh, he was buried pretty deep. He, he was buried more than six foot. Amen. And, and so when, when Jesus wept, he had such compassion, not only for Mary and Martha, but he, he loved Lazarus too. Hallelujah. Now, he could have did many different things, but he wanted to show his resurrecting power. Hallelujah. You know, that same spirit that raised old Lazarus up out of the grave is going to raise us up someday. 
And that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is going to raise us up someday. Hallelujah. But I want you to know Jesus is going to step out on the clouds one of these days. Amen. And I look for it to happen pretty soon. Amen. And he's going to shout. Amen. A shout. Amen. And the dead in Christ are going to rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be changed in a moment of a twinkling of an eye and caught up together to meet them in the Lord. And so shall we ever be. But one thing I want you to see here, amen, is that he, the Bible says that he, 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 he shouted out and he lifted up his voice, amen, and he said, Lazarus, come forth, hallelujah. He came up out of that deep grave, amen, and even though he was bound in feet and hands and, and napkin about his face, amen, the power, the miracle working power of God, amen, brought him up. I'm telling you folks, amen, God is a powerful God and he manifested Jesus. Amen. That resurrecting power. Yeah. The dead in Christ, when Jesus shouts, they're going to hear him. When he says, come up out of that grave, they're going to hear him. Hallelujah. And if we're alive when he comes, amen, we, we want to be changed, amen. We want to feel the power of God so great. I don't know what Jesus is going to shout when he comes, amen, but the Bible says he's going to shout, amen, with a shout of the voice of the archangel, amen. What's he going to shout, amen? One of the things that I always believed he's going to shout is, ready or not, here I come. You better be ready. I said you better be ready. And in Luke 7, verse 12 through 15, it says, Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city. Now this is talking about this widow woman. I don't know where her husband was. But she had one child, one son, and he died. Amen? That's kind of typical today, isn't it? Where's daddy? You know, where's daddy? How many was proud that all those men came up Sunday night? All, all of us men. Amen. You know, a lot of churches, all you see mostly is women. I'm honest. But we're so blessed to have men in this church. Godly men. Amen. Anyway, Jesus, he came up on a funeral, and they were headed to the cemetery. And he was carrying this young man that died. And this was this woman's only child, only son. And Jesus was moved with compassion. I say moved with compassion. And he stopped the funeral procession. In the Bible, it calls it a bower, but actually it's an open coffin. And he went up there and he stopped the funeral procession. Amen. And he spoke to the young man and, and told him to arise. He raised him from the dead. He was moved with compassion for this woman. Amen. Because she would have probably been left all alone. She was counting on her son to grow up and, amen, to be a man. Somebody that would be near her. Hallelujah. Somebody that she could love. But thank God, Jesus came along. And I'm telling you, folks, when Jesus comes on the scene, good things begin to happen. Hallelujah. I said good things begin to happen. Hallelujah. He told the young man to get up. Hallelujah. Folks, I'm telling you, amen, he rose up and he began to talk. Hallelujah. Thank God. Hallelujah for the resurrecting power of God. Hallelujah. Jesus was a man full of compassion and he, amen, ministered to those who was hurting and those who were lonely and those who were bereaved. Hallelujah. He knew how. And he still does. He can still do it. We all got to die sometime. That's just part of life. 
we all have to, unless we go up in the rapture. That's a different thing, you know. We just be changed from mortal to immortality. And all of a sudden, we lose our gravitation. Right now, I've got a lot of it. Almost 200 pounds of it. But when the change comes, I'm going to lose my gravitation. Amen. I'm going to take a plane or a ride. I'm going to meet the Lord in there, and so shall I ever be. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Amen. So it says, now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and he said unto her, weep not. And he came and touched the, of the coffin. <clears throat> and they that bare him stood still, and he said, Young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother. Jesus was a miracle worker, amen, and he still is. He is the Lord. He has never changed. Hallelujah. He's the same today as yesterday and will be forever. In John 21, 25, it says, And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written, every one I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. amen. Many, many things, amen, more than what we read in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Hallelujah. Amen. The many things that Jesus did to which if they should be written, every one of those things, I suppose, amen, John says, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. You talk about a library. <laughs> you talk about a Bible. <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. He's a wonderful Savior, isn't he? And, then, you know, after all the wonderful things he did in his ministry here on this earth, amen, people, a lot of people hated him. Amen? And they crucified him. Hallelujah. Just because you're a good person don't mean that everybody loves you. And just because you have compassion, amen, for the down and out doesn't mean everybody loves you. Come on now. But thank God, God loves you. Amen. In spite of the world, God loves you. In spite of the devil, God loves you. In spite of those haters out there, amen. God loves you. Hallelujah. Enough that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. And they crucified him. And they buried him. But thank God he defeated death and the grave. And he rose victoriously. Hallelujah. And today he is seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for me and you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You remember when they stoned Stephens to death? Stephen's last testimony was. I see Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. Listen, if he stood up for Stevens, he's standing up for you. Come on. Hallelujah. And Stevens was, amen, Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost, amen, power. He had the love of God that was shed abroad in his heart by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. And he said, Jesus, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Lay not this sin to their charge. Can't hold grudges, folks. Pray for your enemies. Pray that God keep you full of love. I said pray that God keep you full of love. 
If you're not careful, you'll get bitter. If you're not careful, you'll hold grudges. If you're not careful, amen, you'll want to get even. Hallelujah. I said you've got to get full of the love of God. Full of the love of God. One time a fellow got mad at my wife because I, I, I had told her to take his music away because he come to church, uh, I found out, drinking, getting, you know, high on alcohol and stuff. And I, I, I had to go to work, and I said, <clears throat> just tell him I said, take his music and don't, and leave. He got mad spit in her face. I wanted to get even. I said, I wanted to get even. And I thank God I was at work. Because I don't know what I would have done. Huh? But I forgave him. I said, I forgave him. And the Bible tells you plainly, you know, touch my... Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. A few months later, his 18-wheel driver that hauled steel on a flatbed. He was standing on the flatbed letting a, a hoist down from a crane and a chain broke and it fell on him. How many know vengeance belongs to God? Come on. I said vengeance belongs to God. How many know Jesus said the battle's not yours, it belongs to me? If you're a child of God, you're going to stick up for your children. Amen. How many is here tonight? Amen. But stick up for your children. Huh? Come on. How many knows your heavenly father loves you more than you love your children? He loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> And before he ascended to heaven, he gave this great commission to his followers. In Mark 16, verse 15 through 18, amen, it says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You say, I ain't a preacher. Oh, yeah, you are. Just the life you live tells a good story. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You ever, have a, you ever be on a job or, you know, different places and people say, huh, you, you, you must be a Christian. You, you must go to church. Huh? Anybody here ever? Yeah. Something wrong with you, you, you know. <laughs> Something wrong with you. You don't cuss and get angry and fly off the handle and, you know, all those things. There must be something wrong with you. Yeah. I'm a new creature in Christ. Something wrong with you. Hallelujah. Go, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized. Oh, thank God for 19 of the day. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Amen. But he told us to tell the story. He told us to witness. He told us, amen, to live the life. Can you say amen? Now, I know a lot of people don't believe. Amen. But, you know, action speaks louder than words, and so live a good life, folks, whether it's at home or on the job, at church or wherever. <clears throat> and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, and they shall speak with new tongues. Oh, listen, folks, Jesus, after he resurrected, before he left this world, hey, man, he, he, he told us what to do, didn't he? Hey, man, he said, go out there in the world, hey, man, and, and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. And, and not only that, but he said, you know what? Pray for the sick and, hey, man, heal the sick, cast out devils. Hallelujah. In my name, I give you, hey, man, the power of attorney, hey, man, that you can use my name. I'm telling you, his name is the greatest name this side of heaven. Hey, man, there's no name greater than the name of Jesus. There's no name more powerful than the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And he gave us 
the power of attorney to use that name. How many uses that name? Don't use it in vain. Use it in the power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Not only that, he said, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They shall recover. You know, if, 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 if you get prayed for and you get healed right then, that's kind of like a miracle, you know. But if you get prayed for next week, you're better. You shall recover. And here's what happens to a lot of us is that because we don't get it right then, you know, before we leave the church, we, we say, well, I guess I didn't get it. Hey, hang on to the word of God. You shall recover. Give Jesus a hand clap. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come believing. Come believing that the Lord has never changed. He's the same today as yesterday, and he will be forever. And he's given us power. Amen. And to use his name. The apostles used the name of Jesus to heal the sick, to cast out devils, and, and cause the lame to walk and the blind to see. You remember in the third chapter of Acts, amen, starting about the first verse where Peter and John went up to the temple, amen, at the hour of prayer, amen, and there sat a man at the gate of that temple begging alms. But the Bible says, amen, somebody brought him and set him there every day. But he was lame from his mother's womb. I like to preach sometimes on the man that, that carried him there every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's strange. Every Christian has a ministry. And, and, and all these ministries are very unique to us all. Amen. But I had a lady one time in my church. Well, and and uh, she said to me, she said, you know, uh, since my husband got sick and and I have to wait on him and everything, I, I can't come to church much at all, and I just feel like I, I ain't doing nothing for Jesus whatsoever. And she said, I, I just don't know what to do, Pastor Hill. I said, listen, sister, that's a ministry. I said, that's a ministry. And, that, you know, just because you, you can't come to church and shout like everybody sometimes, that's still a ministry. Hallelujah. I said, Jesus said, if you're faithful over a few things, I'll make you a ruler over many. Amen. And if she's a good woman, hallelujah, and then she loves Jesus, she has to accept the fact, amen, that God has given her a ministry, amen, to minister to her uh, husband who was re getting ready to die. Hallelujah. And he didn't have long in this world, uh, amen, uh, the, the you know, he, he, he wasn't in the hospital, but he was at home, and, and her job was to take care of. She was ministering. Yeah. We, don't, we don't always like the call we get from God. I said we don't always like the call we get from God. Come on. We don't always want to do what God wants us to do. Amen. I never did really want to do everything my, my, my parents wanted me to do. But I found one thing, if I was obedient, amen, that life was so much sweeter than the switch I got on my back. Amen? Somebody said, got a switch on your back? Yep, made me a better person. I respected authority. I, told how, I was taught how to respect authority. When I was a kid, and I'm glad I did. It didn't feel good at the time, but it got sweeter as the years went by. Amen? Hallelujah. The apostles used the name of Jesus to heal the sick and to cast out devils. He's still the same today, Jesus is. His, his name has not changed. His power has not changed. It's the name, amen, that the devil cannot stand. 
I want to share some experiences that I have had as a minister by using that wonderful, powerful name of Jesus. I'm going to tell this little story. I think my daughter's here tonight. has to do with one of my daughters, my youngest daughter. She was pregnant, and uh, I, I forgot which one of the kids it was that she was pregnant with, but uh, she got a rash, and, and uh, the rash wouldn't go away, and it was tormenting her, itching her like crazy. The doctors couldn't, uh, they, they didn't have the, any kind of prescription that would take care of it. And it just got worse and worse. And finally she got tired of it. And thank God she was raised in church and knew Jesus. Amen. And she said, you devil of a rash, you go back to hell where you came from in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you got to get mad at the devil. Come on. Guess what, folks? She woke up the next day and it went back to hell where it came from. Let's give Jesus a hand clap. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I used to work in dry cleaning. I was driving, picking up dirty clothes and delivering clean clothes. And uh, I got a toothache. I used to have terrible teeth. In fact, my church in Lafayette, where I pastored, they got tired of looking at my snaggle teeth. They bought me some false teeth. Well, I just couldn't do no better. I never had a toothbrush when I was a boy. I cleaned my teeth with a washcloth, uh, washcloth and, and soda. And I got pyrrhea of the gums. Anybody know what pyrrhea of the gum is? Pray you never get it. Take care of your teeth. Amen? My stepdad took me to the doctor. And the stuff that grew down my gum grew down past my teeth. And when I ate, I ate blood too. My pillow was wet with blood. Oh, this is gross, Pastor Hill. It gets grosser. He took me to the dentist. <laughs> and the dentist got mad at my, my stepdad. And he said, why don't you take, how come you didn't take care of this, this, your son like no better than that? He got so mad that he forgot to numb my gums and took that knife and cut them all that off, and I fainted. And I had blood all over me. My, anyway, I got better. <laughs> now I forgot where I'm at. Anyway, I, had, I got this toothache. I got this toothache, and I stopped at a drugstore, and I bought me a, a bottle of, of Anison, uh, you know, pain pills. And before I got home that evening, I had taken that whole bottle because uh, and normally that would kill you, wouldn't it? But that toothache was about to kill me. That's the worst toothache I ever had in my life. I got home, and all I could do was moan and groan and go on and, and it wouldn't go away. And finally, uh, I went to bed, and I couldn't sleep. I was laying there moaning and groaning and holding my jaw. And, and uh, uh, the kids was down in, uh, in their bedrooms, you know. And, 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 and so I said to my wife, I said, Honey, lay your hand on my jaw and rebuke this devil of a toothache in Jesus' name. She said, I can't do that. I said, yes, you can. You better do it. Lay your hand on my jaw. And I said, I don't want you to Minnie Mouse about it. I want, you to, I want you to get angry with me over this thing, you know? Get angry with the devil. It's the devil tormenting me with this thing. She said, okay. She laid her hand on my jaw, and she lifted up her voice with authority, and she said, you devil of a toothache, I command you in Jesus' name to leave my husband now. Yeah. It left just like that. Yeah. You can't many mouse around with the devil. Somebody said, that was them old bad teeth you had. Yeah, it's just an opportunity for him to grab me. 
but how many are glad that Jesus can set you free? Oh, we're laying there rejoicing in the Lord, and all of a sudden, then I heard one of my daughters crying, and I, we got up and went down to the bedroom, and she was sitting up in the bed. She was probably about four years old. And she said, I said, what's the matter? She said, my tooth is killing me. My teeth is killing me. My teeth, and she was just bawling the hole in her head. And I said, you, we laid hands on her, and we said, you devil of a toothache, you get out of our daughter in Jesus' name. And it left her immediately. We went back to bed and we rejoiced some more. We were so wide awake, amen, that we were speaking in tongues and just having a wonderful time. And all of a sudden, our other daughter started crying. So we run out and down to her and she was sitting up. She was about two years old and she was sitting up. I said, what's the matter, honey? She said, my tooth is killing me. I don't, I don't know what's the matter. Listen, them little kids didn't have no cavities. We lay hands on her. And we commanded that devil of a toothache to leave in Jesus' name. She laid back down. Set free. Listen, I'm just sharing something with you to help you understand it, that Jesus is still the same. Not only that, but I want you to understand the devil's real. I want you to understand that demonic spirits are real. Amen? That's why you need to stay covered by the blood. That's why you need to stay in church. That's why you need to stay paid up in your tithes and your offerings. Amen? Hallelujah. I got pulled over one time for speeding, and the first thing I said to my wife, is my tithes paid? She said, yes, honey. The cop said, you know how fast you was going? I said, not really. He said, well, I'll tell you, you know, I could have got over a $100 fine. He said, I'm just going to give you a ticket. Just slow down, son. I'm telling you, folks, it pays to stay under the blood and stay paid up and prayed up, amen, because Jesus is still alive, hallelujah. Don't play around, hallelujah, amen, but be real, hallelujah. Serve God and do it with all your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Trying to see what time it is. I don't want to overdo it. Uh, one of the members of my church, young lady, had a wreck in Chicago when I was pastoring in Hammond. And uh, it, it broke her back, and she was paralyzed from her shoulders down. Stayed in the hospital six months, at least six months. And uh, we visited and prayed for her, I don't know how many times. Finally, the doctor gave up. He said, there's nothing else we can do. You can put her in a nursing home or you can take her home and take care of her. She's a young woman with little kids. And, and so it's, the, the family worked it out and her sister-in-law lived close to them. And so the, they, what they did, they took a, a piece of plywood and... Uh, cut it, you know, make it like a half bed or something small. And, uh, put, and, and this was orders from the doctor, how, how to, what kind of bed to fix her for and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, we, we went, prayed for, I don't know how many times. Listen, I prayed for a lot of people and it didn't get nothing happened, but I prayed for a lot of people and a lot of things happened too. I don't have all the answers, but I can tell you that Jesus is the answer. I don't have them, but Jesus does. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, one Sunday, this went on for about six months or so. One Sunday morning, I was dismissing services, and her husband walked in, and he said, Pastor Hill, don't dismiss service yet, please. I've got Racine out in the car, me and the kids, and said, I need some men uh, to help me. said, Racine this morning said, Leon, back that station wagon up here and load me up and take me to church. Take me to church today. They, they carried her in and laid her down from the podium. On the... We get around, begin to pray for Racine. 
in the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And we got louder. I said, we got louder. We got more meaningful. Come on now. I said, we got more serious about it. Finally, we raised our voice. And we said, in the name of Jesus, receive it up from that bed in Jesus' name. She jumped up, uh, amen, off of that place, and she ran all over that church. Uh, the church went wild and went crazy. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, folks, he is the Lord, and he changes not. He's the Lord. Hallelujah. Eventually, they moved to Mississippi. 20 years later, she called me, said, do you remember, Brother Hill, the day that you prayed for me? I was laying there crippled for almost a year. You prayed for me, and the power of God hit me and raised me from that, that bed that day. I said, I remember, sister. She said, I shall never forget the day. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is still God, and he's on the throne. He's concerned of your need tonight. Amen. I'm going to bring it. Amen. If musicians and singers will come. I'm going to bring it to a closure shortly. About an hour from now. <clears throat> Just kidding. Seriously, we must remember that Jesus is the same today. Say it. He's the same today as yesterday. Amen. And he said, I am the Lord and I change not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid to use that name against the devil. Amen. A blind woman came into service one time. A nurse brought her because she had been in some of our meetings. And a nurse brought her in. And she came to the altar. She came up for prayer. She said, I'm a backslider. I used to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And she said, I backslid and I went tending bar. She said, my husband come to get me one night, and he sat at the bar and got drunk. And on the way home, he run a red light, hit another car. My head went through the windshield. I've been blind for five years. I haven't saw him or my kids or daylight since. She said, but I, I want to renew my life. I want to give my life back to Jesus. I said, how come you're wearing those dark glasses? She told me what happened. I took them off. And I just simply said a simple prayer, but I raised my voice with authority. You've got to use Jesus' name with authority. If you have the power of attorney, You've got a right to use it. I rebuke the, the blind. I rebuke, rebuke the blindness of her eyes. In Jesus' name. And all of a sudden, her arms went in the air. Her eyes got big as silver dollars look like. And she screamed to the top of her voice until my hair felt like it was standing straight up. And she said, I can see. It's at the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said it's in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. 